the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So we've had no updates since the start of the show at 11 o'clock this morning on the Arizona governor or Arizona Senate race, nor on the Nevada Senate race. It's one thing for elections to be close and you can't call a winner because the votes are tight. It's another to have the polls close as of, what, 10 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. And now we are at 1234 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. And we still don't have, what, more than 70% of the votes counted in Nevada and Arizona? That's a joke. That's a joke. What are we, transporting votes to the to the counting center by Pony Express? And they only have 15 counties and 7.4 million population, so it's smaller than us. Yeah, much smaller. Okay, so we do have a close race in Colorado, where I'm sure over the past two years you've heard of Lauren Boebert. She's a tiger, conservative through and through. And she's labeled QAnon. I don't know if she is or isn't. Whether she is or whether she isn't, she does not deserve what they were joking about regarding her on MSNBC yesterday. They were gleeful in their celebration of what they thought was Lauren Boebert's defeat by her Democratic opponent in Colorado's 3rd District. Now she is within 100 votes of her opponent and may, in fact, win the race. Now you hear on the left all the time about language and how dare you say this and oh i mean it's hateful and evil and terrible and awful if you if you say latin not latine as aoc would say imagine if a conservative imagine if aoc had lost the other day in new york there were some conservatives who won in new york lee zeldin didn't win governor but he pulled some conservatives across the line because he was close enough to kathy hochel that people were motivated to go out and vote for him and it resulted in a bunch of existing democrats losing in New York. In fact, if the Republicans win the House, and they likely will, it boils down pretty much to gains in Florida, where they flip five Democratic seats, and New York, where they flip four. That's going to pretty much account for the difference. But Lauren Boebert, Republican Colorado, they're celebrating yesterday on MSNBC that she lost. Listen to how they talk about her and ask yourself, what would be the outcry if on Fox News, in the event of an AOC loss, Someone made the joke about AOC that this Neanderthal made about Lauren Boebert. Me, what's the meaning if uh, Lauren Boebert, the second most popular QAnon congressperson in MAGA, what if she goes, what if she loses? And what job will she have? Because I don't even think well, shooters think exist it's... anymore. Beep, beep, I don't think shooters exist anymore. What well, I, I guess it, it, might I be a, it might be a gain for, for, for OnlyFans. Uh, I, I don't know what she would do in this scenario. So Joy Reid jokes that Lauren Boebert can't get a job 
at Shooters, which is a knockoff of Hooters, and the guy says, well, it might be a gain for OnlyFans, which is a porn site. So in other words, Lauren Boebert's going to do porn if she's not elected to Congress. Imagine if that were said about AOC. Smarmy. Or anybody else. Yeah, that's... Yeesh. But, you know, will there be any consequences for it? No, of course no. not. Absolutely zero consequences for that. Now, Joe Biden yesterday took the victory lap, talked about, I'm not going to change anything. Why would I change anything? Everything's great. He also mocked House oversight investigative processes that may cause his son Hunter to have to explain his foreign business dealings. Uh, But there is someone that Joe Biden thinks ought to be questioned about their business dealings. Care to guess who that might be? Do you think Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security? And should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? (laughs) I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth being looked at. So we can investigate Hunter Biden, a drug-addicted, porn-addicted failure of a human being. But Elon Musk, one of the most brilliant people in the world, who can send rockets to the moon and land them safely on Earth rather than crash them into the ocean, who has built and proven the uh, veracity of electric vehicles that the Biden administration touts, Elon Musk deserves being looked into. The same Elon Musk, I might add, who made available to Ukraine satellites so that they could communicate with their troops in forward areas via the Internet after Vladimir Putin and the Russian army knocked out all of Ukraine's communication satellites and communication procedures. Ukraine would be in rubble without Elon Musk providing them the communication satellites that they have used to defend their country and perhaps, perhaps win the war. Joe Biden, nobody in that room, first of all, nobody in that room has the courage or the awareness to point out that on one hand, Joe Biden, you say you're going to keep funding Ukraine unlimited and that Ukraine would be dead in the water without Elon Musk. You're not going to allow your son to be investigated. You're mocking it. You're joking about it. You're dismissing it. But Elon Musk deserves to be investigated. Why? Because he's returning free speech to a social media platform that might damage your cause. He's fact-checking your White House official Twitter feed when you say that, oh, look at this, Social Security checks are the biggest they've ever been. Look at us. Yay! And Twitter points out 
Now, that's because inflation is raging at a 40-year high, and the cost of living increase is tied automatically to Social Security, and the White House has nothing to do with it. But remember, you as a conservative are the threat to democracy. You as a conservative are the one who the Department of Justice must investigate. You as a conservative are the one who's out of line questioning all these things that Biden is doing and wants to do. Just so you know. Uh, Maria Bartiromo, Fox News, her reaction to Biden doubling down yesterday, saying he's not going to change anything. I couldn't believe that he said he's not going to change anything because we all know what happens when you have uh, voters react to issues. You see a president go to the middle and say, I want to work with you. He's still attacking uh, portions of the Republican Party. And he says he's not going to change anything. I think that at this point you are seeing inflation continuing to be an issue. I think that that is going to be the main issue. But look, you've got kitchen table issues going into the holidays and we're going to see this impact spending. Mm -hmm. We're also going to see the jobs picture catch up because so far jobs have been real plentiful. But when you're trying to figure out whether or not you can actually put food on the table or, you know, get a job, these are serious issues. So I don't think that this is going away. I think this is going to continue to be an issue going into the holidays. It will continue to be an issue. I gave you my prediction earlier where I said things are going to get really, really tough in 2023. I think we're going to see layoffs. Already look at Facebook had how many thousand layoffs the other day? Tesla stock is down. The tech stocks are really struggling. Now, Wall Street's up today because the inflation number is out for October and it's 7.7%. And the White House is dancing because look, 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 inflation's coming down. That's fine. That's fine. Take your victory lap now. Inflation in 2023 is going to be higher than it is now because... They have no incentive to lower gas prices anymore. They were trying to artificially deflate them in advance of the midterm so that they wouldn't suffer electoral consequences for that. Now he has no incentive to do that. Oh, he's going to let gas prices go as high as they can go. He doesn't face any reckoning because there's no national election. Senate's set. House is set. I mean, the Senate's set once... Once you know the the boroughs get to the top of the mountain so they can count the votes in Arizona and Nevada. So there were nearly, uh, well, there were not nearly enough surprising Republican wins on Tuesday. But there were some consequential Republican wins that indicated that not everybody is on board with the uh, progressive leftist Marxist agenda that is embraced by the Biden administration. One of those somewhat shocking Republican wins was in New York, where five-term congressman Sean Patrick Maloney lost to his Republican challenger, who had never run for office before. Now, how does a guy win in New York against a Democrat who's been in Congress five terms and who, by the way, was head of the Democratic campaign congressional caucus like this guy is in charge of like where the money goes in campaign races sean patrick maloney well for one thing new york drew such unconstitutional legislative maps that the supreme court of new york got involved and said no 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 i can't do that got to redraw them make them fair so the districts were drawn more fair they couldn't stack the deck and republicans did very very well but 
I can explain all those nuances to you. I can give you reasons and this and that and the other why Sean Patrick Maloney lost when he's a five-term congressman. I think the best explanation for why Sean Patrick Maloney lost comes from Sean Patrick Maloney himself on an appearance yesterday on Morning Joe. If we did better than anybody expected, it's because we have a good president, ladies and gentlemen, and a, and a rock star in the Speaker of the House who delivered an economic agenda and a, and, a, and a democracy agenda that has really moved our country back from the madness and insanity of the pandemic and the Trump years. I understand. A rock star Speaker of the House and a good president, Sean Patrick Maloney said. Now, if that doesn't play in New York State, why should the rest of us believe it? We should not believe it. Believe your lying eyes. Things are bad. The Biden administration does not think they are bad. The Biden administration thinks that everything is phenomenal. And so he's going to continue doing exactly what he has already done. This is not a surprise because, as I've told you before, Joe Biden, this is the, this is the parallel between Biden and Trump that no one ever draws. Like, Trump had great policies, but Donald Trump's downfall is what? Donald Trump. Donald Trump's ego. Donald Trump's tweeting. Donald Trump pushing others down to lift himself up. Donald Trump is arrogant. And everybody on the Democratic Party would join in unison with you and say, amen, Donald Trump is arrogant. But they would say, Joe Biden is a grandfatherly type. Joe Biden is good old Scranton Joe. He's not the least bit. There's no comparison in the arrogance of Donald Trump to Joe Biden. We don't even see any arrogance in Joe Biden. Really? Really? Remember when Joe Biden was talking to that veteran maybe a month or so ago, and he said, you don't F with a Biden? Now he talks about himself growing up, and now he's going to take Donald Trump behind the school and beat the H-E double toothpicks out of him. Remember what Joe Biden, under his breath, muttered about Peter Doocy? Stupid SOB? Remember Joe Biden on the uh, Charlemagne the God radio show? You don't vote for me, you ain't black. Remember how Joe Biden can't let a moment pass where someone else's grief might be elevated to the point where he would express empathy rather than play his oft-engaged-in game of can you top this by saying, well, you know, my son Bo died in Iraq, even though Bo Biden did not die in Iraq. Bo Biden died long after he returned from serving in Iraq. It doesn't make Bo Biden's death inconsequential. It doesn't make it any less tragic. It just doesn't make it what Joe Biden repeatedly says it is because Joe Biden is exceedingly unrepentantly arrogant. He just is. He will not learn from his mistakes because if you ask Joe Biden, he's never made a mistake. Never. He's always right. Inflation, eight point whatever percent. It got over 9%. It's transitory. And of course, anybody who disagrees with him is not just MAGA. They're MAGA, MAGA, MUGA, MAGA. Moment that 
we've faced over the last several years. Do you feel like the election is what represents that? Do you feel like the fever is broken, I guess? Well, I, I'm not, I, I don't think we're going to break the fever for the super mega mega Republicans. I mean, but I think they're a minority of the Republican Party. I think the vast majority of the members of the Republican Party, we disagree strongly on issues, but they're decent, honorable people. We have differences of agreement on, on issues. But they, uh, you know, I, I, I work with a lot of these folks in the Senate and the House for a long time. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they're honest and they're, and they're straightforward. They're different than mine, but, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're decent folks. He's talking about the Rob Portmans of the world. He's talking about the Mitch McConnells of the world. He's talking about the Mitt Romneys of the world. He's talking about the people who differ with him, but eventually come around and see it his way and sign on to his bill and allow him to spend the money that he has spent to put our country in economic peril. That's what he's talking about. You can disagree with me, but ultimately, if you come around to my side, then eh, okay, you're okay. You're an okay. You're okay with me. See, he's not going to like working with J.D. Vance. He's not going to like working with Adam Laxalt. He's not going to like, he doesn't like working with Tom Cotton or Josh Hawley because they won't play ball with him. Now, here is a gentleman by the name of Ken Langone. Ken Langone, Home Depot founder, along with Arthur Blank, on Neil Cavuto, talking about how Joe Biden demonizes businesses, the backbone of our country, to make a political point that you're not paying your fair share. And the president talk about the rich paying their fair share or going after oil companies that they're too greedy and they're not bringing down the price of gasoline to help customers. You've heard all of this stuff. What do you what do you say? Well, first of all, I consider the source. And at this very moment, I think our president is a national disgrace. I think the way he's behaving, the things he says, the lies he keeps coming out with. I can't believe this man sits in the most powerful seat in the world. So I'm very discouraged. What he says doesn't mean a thing to me. I don't think he knows half the time what he's saying, so it really shouldn't matter. But the fact of the matter is Home Depot today has 550,000 people working every single day. We're paying benefits. We're giving them stock options. We're giving them stock purchase plans. They're going home. They're educating their children. They're feeding their families. This was created by four men with $2 million 45 years ago. That's how... Good things happen in America when people take their own money, risk it in an investment because they have a better idea. Joe Biden doesn't have that vision of America. His vision of America is that the government will provide you everything you need. And you, like the little bird in the nest who can't fly, will be grateful for what we give you. You will take exactly what we give you. You will do exactly as you are told. And you will not put up any resistance at all. Otherwise, you are a mega, mega, megalomaniac, and you will be dealt with harshly and severely because I am not just your president. I am your king. I am your supreme commander, and I'm going to continue to do what I want to do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.